All right, let me introduce you to our guest. I've been trying to look, see if I can pronounce this very well. I don't think so, but I'm going to try anyway. Ambassador to South Africa from the Republic of Burundi. We do have His Excellency Isaiah Ndiri Zoshira. Uh, did I say that correctly, Ambassador Isaiah Ndiri Zoshira? Oh, you managed to. You did it very well. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Ambassador. We appreciate you coming through and talking to us. We really appreciate your time. The Republic of Burundi. As per usual, this is what I do. It's not going to be any different tonight. Uh, so, by the end of today's program, we wish to have known something about the Republic. Uh, but sometimes, by the end of the show, people would have picked up different things. But uh-huh. surely there is one thing that you would like us all to have a common understanding about the Republic of Burundi. What is that? What is this something that you want us not to forget? We can forget it all, but not this one thing. What would that be, Ambassador? Okay. Um, first of all, Burundi, uh, many South Africans do not know where it is located. It is a small country in the... In in the central region of the African continent, and it is bordered in the west by DRC, in north by Rwanda, and by Rwanda, and in east by Tanzania. So uh, it is on the road, Lake Tanganyika, which which, which, which connected to, to Zambia. So uh, Burundi, since uh, around 500 years, it was a very organized kingdom, and before uh, before before the, it was colonized, and it was colonized. In, since 1895, and it got its independence in 1962, in July 1962. But um, it, was, it was still a kingdom, and in 1966, there was a military coup, and so Burundi experienced the military regime for about 35 years. And uh, after that, there was a sort of democratic uh, elections. Uh, what we can say is about is that the history of Burundi after independence was characterized by cyclic ethnic massacres between Hutus and Tutsis. We'll come back to, to them more in detail. And uh, those massacres culminated in 1993 when a Hutu elected president was assassinated. And after this assassination sparked a civil war which lasted 15 years. And what is very important to say at this juncture is the paramount role of South Africa to bring back to bring back peace, to end the civil war, and stabilize the country. Because to end, to end this, this, this civil war, there were peace negotiations which were organized. First of all, in 1997, with uh, under the auspices of uh, Mwarimu Julius Nyerere, the former president of Tanzania, but unfortunately he died in 1998. Then uh, President Mandela was appointed to replace him as chief mediator, and it is really under the, the leadership of President Mandela that this negotiation adv- ad- 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 were concluded, and. Uh, a peace, a peace uh, agreement was signed in Arusha um, between the warring parties, the warring parties, uh, in August 2000. This peace agreement really contains uh, political arrangements, and those political arrangements, many of them were proposed by by President Mandela, and these this political arrangements of power sharing are now really stabilizing the country, 
and we, we do thank Fazafaf in for that because after, after those uh, negotiations were, 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 were concluded in, in 2000, it was the transitional period till 2005. Then from 2005 until today, we have democratic elections which are, organ- which are organized every five years. So, so we had we had democratic elections in 2005, then in 2010, and then in 2015. And next year we we are we are heading to other elections, other democratic elections. Really now the democratic system is being is being strengthened, and now Burundi people are really focusing on development. And hereby we we do let's, let's say we would like to have South African be along with the Burundians in this reconstruction period and the trip, the, 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 the fruits of, uh, of, their, of their work as, as mediator and, peace, and, 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 and the peacekeeping. So, this is the most important thing is that after this long period of political instability, now with the help of South Africa, Burundi is really doing well, it's a stable country politically and in, 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 in security wise and we are now focusing on development and we have very good relationships with, with South Africa and uh, we wish South Africa to stay with us in this process of peace building, reconstruction and uh, in, 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 this, in this process of reconstruction. Thank you very much. All right. Maybe if, if, you, have, if you can have more details, more questions, Maybe we can go in details. Of course, of course. Or geography, yes. Of course, of course. We're going to begin with the, the, the current situation and then perhaps mm-hmm. go back in time, Ambassador. Yeah. I want us to talk about uh, what has been reported to be atrocities that are happening in Burundi. We have the United Nations Commission on, uh, of Inquiry on mm-hmm. Burundi and also yes. we do have the Africa Center for Strategic Studies that are report- reporting that there is a crisis that is still brewing and burning in Burundi and I'd like uh-huh. to know from you whether there is any truth to this and then perhaps you can enlighten us. I'm going to read a few excerpts, perhaps one paragraph which uh-huh. which comprises of this uh, report and then you can give us your response to what has been said here. It reads and I quote Mass atrocities, crimes against humanity committed primarily by state agents and their allies continue to take place in Burundi, according to the September 2019 report of the United Nations Commission of Inquiry on Uh Burundi. The commission moreover found that President Pierre Nkurunziza and many in his inner circle are personally responsible for some of the most serious of these crimes. They Uh include summary executives, arbitrary arrests and detentions, acts of torture and other cruel, inhumane or degrading treatment, sexual violence and forced disappearances. Full stop, close quote. Do you know anything of this report from the United Nations and is there any truth to it, Ambassador? Yeah, this are a report which has been analyzed by the UN Human Rights Commission in, in, in Geneva, and uh, what we can say about that? Let's, let's go back to let's go let's go back in history. In 19, in, in, 20, in 2015, uh, when there were or, they, when or, elections were organized in 2015, uh, let's go back first of all in 2005. 
when when we have we, when we have those elections after the negotiations, we had the, the party which which uh, let's say won elections in, in 2005, the party which was led by by Pierre Nkurunziza was just coming from the rebellion. It was a rebel movement before just two years before. Then it was through after the negotiations, it was it was transformed transformed into a political party. Then. And after the elections of 2005, that 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 party uh, won elections. Unfortunately, for some uh, superpowers who had been supporting the before regime, the previous regime, they could not. Uh, they, they, nobody was expecting that, and they were really sort of surprised. And they had been attempt since 2005. There have been many attempts to overthrow this regime, so that, so that to 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 to, 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 put, to put back the former regime. So, we in 2005, after those elections, there were no no no, no disruptions, but. Ambassador, please forgive me for interrupting. Uh, we need to take a break, and when we come back, I'll give you the opportunity to continue, and you can continue whatever you were saying. I just need to take no a break problem, just now. No problem. Thank no you very problem. much, Ambassador. You're still no listening problem. to the headspace. No problem. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Welcome back. You're still listening to the conversation we're having on I Am an African. Remember, the purpose of the program is to learn more about our fellow African countries so that we can know that there is actually very little differentiating us from them. This us and them is a misnomer, a false notion that has been drilled into our heads that we now need to unlearn. That's why we've invited all these ambassadors ever since we began this series so that we can learn more about these countries. Tonight we are talking about the Republic of Burundi and we are going to be learning a little bit perhaps of Kirundi. Hopefully the ambassador will teach me a sentence or a phrase or a word in Kirundi. But we're going to learn more about Burundi. If you're one of those people who would like to join in the conversation, please feel free to come and join the conversation. Call us at a text and a WhatsApp voice note, a WhatsApp text, a voice Facebook, whatever it is that you feel is most comfortable for you. Please send it through and call us. Let's get to know Burundi and let's get to know who these people are. Joining us on the line is the ambassador from Burundi, from the Republic of Burundi to South Africa, His Excellency Isaiah Ndirizoshira, talking to us about Burundi. Ambassador, thank you very much. I had to take that break. Now we're back. You can continue. We're explaining what exactly is happening. What is this report saying? And is this matter true? So you were still responding to that. Go ahead, Ambassador. Yes. And before, before let's say, talking about that report, you were talking about learning a little bit of, of Kirundi. Kirundi is the language of Burundi. You know that Ubuntu is also a, a Kirundi. We have we have the same the same word Ubuntu in Kirundi. Oh, and yes. the, the, the same meaning. Oh, just, this is very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. is so very good, ambassador. We, we, we are one continent, one African one That's right. One people. Yeah, That's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Yes. And we have we have many many words in Kirundi. Which are, which are exactly the, the same words and the same meaning as as in South Africa. Let's say, for, for example, Ingwe. Yes. Yes. Uh, Umuntu. Umuntu. <laughs> yes. And so on. Indeed, yes. indeed, so, indeed. 
<laughs> okay, let's go back to to, to, the, to the recent history of Burundi. Yeah. So we will we'll come back to the, to these cultural yeah. cultural issues. Yes, sir. So I was saying that after the negotiations, which were which were led mediated by President Mandela, and thanks thanks to him, we reached a very very good uh, peace peace agreement, which helped stabilize the, the the country. We had elections, democratic elections in 2005, and those elections. Were, were, were won by a new political party which just came from the rebellion. And the fact that ruling party, that, that party won, won the elections, it surprised many people, and especially those, those superpowers who had su- supported the former regimes. So, for the, for the, for the following elections, uh, those superpowers have, have tried to see how they, they can influence elections and, if by force, remove it. That's why in 2010, in, in, when, when, when other, other elections were organized, the party who, who lost the elections, which lost the elections, organized a sort of, uh, a, a sort of violence during the, during the, during tw- uh, after the elections of, 2020, of 2010, but the government of Burundi managed to uh, stabilize the situation and the elections continued very, very well. Then, that was in 2010, and in 2015, so they 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 planned more serious actions, more serious actions in order to remove that regime. You know, when they, when these powers are preparing, let's say uh, this this violent this violent change of government, there is what what can be called a war propaganda. They they will say things which are which are not necessarily true. So that to prepare the opinion to, to, to what is happening. So, when in 2015 uh, the elections were were, were, were to be uh, to be held, there was an issue about President Nkurunziza, the president who was there at, at, at that time and who is still there. Is he is he going to run? Is, is, is he allowed to run, or is not he? Uh, he is not allowed to, to run. So there, there, there were some discussions about that because the constitution was not clear about that. Even legal export, experts could not agree on whether President Nkurunziza was allowed to run or was not. So, in that situation, the constitutional court was approached, was seized by the by the by the, by the, the authorities, and the constitutional court ruled that President Nkurunziza could run for elections in 2015. Despite this ruling, generally when, when, when there is a court, ruling, a, a court ruling, everybody has to respect it. Yes. You, you, everywhere, everywhere. You, you, see, you see that everywhere, when, when there is a court ruling, everybody has to respect it. But in Burundi in 2015, people, because they had a hidden agenda, they did not respect that ruling, so they they called for violent demonstrations, which were followed by a coup d'etat, which, unfortunately for them, failed. So, after the failing of this, uh, of, of this coup d'etat, there is this propaganda which continued through um, human, human rights organizations, which have been, let's say, uh, infiltrated and manipulated so that they produce wrong reports. And... These organizations, including UN organizations, have been manipulated by those, those superpowers in order to, to produce 
those kind of ro- of, of, of wrong wrong reports containing only fake news. What we can, what we can say? What, they will say that Burundi is, uh, is, is, is at war, there is insecurity and so on, but all the people, including those people from, the, from those countries, European countries, even, even American countries, when they go, they go to Burundi, they are surprised they are, because they, they can travel day and night from west to east and from north to south. And no, nobody, nobody can understand how, how, this, how these reports are produced. So, we are we as Burundians. We are used. To, we, are, we are we are we we are getting used to, to this kind of report. But that, that what what we say, we will not let's say react to to this report. We continue our program of developing developing the country. They will for for and at the end at, at with with time they will realize that they cannot they cannot continue like that. Mm. For example. There was a, there were some politicians who had fled the country in 2015, and who had who had let's say made a coalition of of of, of opposition which was based in Belgium in in, in Brussels. Those 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 political opposition leaders now they they, they are coming back to Burundi, not not uh, not exactly. The day, the day before yesterday, yeah. there was a group already who, who had landed in Burundi because they saw they thought that they, 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 had, they had taken a, a very a wrong a wrong path. Now they are coming back, and we, they really will with we, we, we other Burundians to develop the country and organize the, the, the election of 2015. So even Burundians are really uh, realizing that they, there was nothing to see with with with, 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 with the, 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 the third. Third term, third term, let's say, problem in 2015. Yeah. Now, it, all those political leaders have, are coming back, and we are we are now we are now focusing on development and organizing regularly democratic elections, and we are heading for elections in 2020, May 2020, next year. All right, all right. Uh, perhaps, Ambassador, if you permit me, we can uh, have more conversations about what's happening currently in Burundi some no other time. Is, can, can you, no problem. Yeah. No so problem. Uh, Ben will invite you, and we can chew more on what is happening in the current affairs of Burundi. Someone available. Yeah, but for tonight, for tonight, I want us to talk more about the people of Burundi, the culture of Burundi. And for mm-hmm. example, um, you did say, and uh, that warmed my heart, that um, we have our language ever so intertwined to the extent that when you say certain things in Kirundi they also mean the very same thing such as Ubuntu the one thing that we always pride ourselves of. Exactly. Yeah. There's a text here that was sent by Sipiwe in Bluff uh, who says uh, number six in Kirundi is Atandatu. Can you confirm this Ambassador? Itandatu. Yeah, number six in Kirundi. What does the number exactly number six mean? Is it Itanda too? Yes. Yes. Six people, something like that. That's true. Yeah, and and in my language, which is closer, we also say Isitanda too. That's also six. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Thank you very much, Pius. Pius is. We have many things in common. Indeed, indeed. Now let's yes. let's 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 go back to um, Burundi. When did Burundi become Burundi? And when I when I say that, when did Burundi become a republic? Okay, Burundi became a republic in 1966. We when when with the military coup, 
before it was a kingdom. Mm. Okay? When 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 there was a, a military queen in 66, they changed, so the, the, the kingdom, the, 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 the king was overthrown, overthrown, then the new the new leader declared it was now Burundi was was a, a republic of Burundi in November the, the 1966. Oh, that's... Be, before it was a kingdom, and we, maybe since in, mm, 15 uh, something because the, 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 the foundation of, of, of the founding of Burundi is, 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 is let's say said about 1550 something yeah yes okay and Burundi was a, was a, king, a kingdom since that period till, till, it, till it became a republic in November 1966 okay so mm-hmm. is it true is it correct to say that um Burundi has always been or at least has never been always an independent state it was always a part of other countries that are existing today No Burundi 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 as it is now it was, it was a kingdom since one since year 1550 something it was a kingdom Named Burundi, with a, a, a king, which uh, let's say had a, a very a very well structured administration. The king was appointing appointing chiefs to administer some territories, and uh, he was choosing among the uh, among the, the, the two the two ethnic groups which were there. And the king was administering the, the country so well. With there was so much cohesion and so and so on. But unfortunately, with, with the colonization, the, 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 the Belgian colonizer uh, brought this, this kind of system of, of favoring one ethnic group, favoring one, one, one ethnic group, and that's, bring, that's brought this kind of fight for power after the independence and with the consequences of ethnic massacres and, and, and so on. But in history, we say when you read the books, you will be you will read that in Burundi we have ethnic groups, Hutu, Tutsi, and Twa. In fact, because when we say ethnic group, we mean a group of people who have a specific language and a specific culture. In Burundi, we are 11 million, and all all those 11 million we speak the same language, Kirundi. So, in fact. We have only one ethnic group, but in this ethnic group, in, in this group, one, one, what we should say, Burundian ethnic group, we have three, three main clans. And like here, you, have, you can have uh, clans in, in one, uh, one ethnic group, even in Burundi, that should, be, that should be said like that. We do not have three, we, we do not have three ethnic groups. We have one. We have one group of Burundian because we speak the same language. We have the, the same culture, so we are we, have, we can be considered as one ethnic group because when we, the definition of an ethnic group, a, 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 a ethnic group is that it is it has a specific language and a specific culture which differentiates from the others. So the, the king was choosing among. Among those ethnic groups, in order to have really an, a, an harmonious administration in in, in in the country, and that has been the case for those hundreds of years before before colonization. And unfortunately, 
things changed a little bit with colonization when the colonizer try, um, managed to favor the two, the two ethnic group um, instead of and and leaving leaving a little bit aside, aside the two ethnic groups and two ethnic groups so that that led to these ethnic massacres which which all cut up independence. I, I asked this um, uh, ambassador because w- w- we have Hutus, Tutsis, mm-hmm. and, and of course the Twa that are all over Africa, including here in South yes. Africa. We have Abatwa as well here. Abatwa, oh really? Yes. Wow. Indeed. <laughs> now, my, yes. my curiosity is on the Hutu and the the, the Tutsis. We, mm-hmm. we we generally know them to be citizens or at least a population in Rwanda. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, yes, yes, it, it is a reality. We have we have the same population, the, the same structure of population in, in Burundi and Rwanda. Yes, and the same proportions of of those populations, because it is, it, mm, though it, it, it is said about approximately that Hutu ethnic Hutu group is let's say uh, is equivalent of 80, 80 to eighty five percent of the population. And the two ethnic group are around fourteen percent. Yes. And the Abatwa only one percent. Indeed, indeed. So it, 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 it is a reality that in Burundi and in Rwanda we have the same structure of the population, and we have almost the same language. But and the Kirundi and the Kinyarwanda are, 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 are almost the same. When I go to Rwanda, I don't I do not need a translator or an interpreter to. We we speak Kirundi and Kinyarwanda. We understand each other. Burundi, Burundi and, and Rwanda. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, we can safely say that uh, Rwandese and the Burundi people are one of the same people. They are just yeah. separated by a colonial border. Definitely. Yeah. All right. The same as but, Lesotho but and South Africa. We have not been separated by, by colonial by colonial powers. Burundi and Rwanda were two separate kingdoms even before before colonization. And then how, the, how did these two separate kingdoms have the same people then, Ambassador? How did, is, did it happen that you'll find the Hutus, the Tutsis, and the Twas in different kingdoms and they, they are uh, same people? <laughs> you, know, you know, okay, it is a reality that we have the, 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 same, the, the same people in, 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 those, in those two countries. Uh, Historically, I am, I am, nobody has done the research to see where, where this is. We, personally, when, what, I think, what I was thinking is that maybe in, far in the beginning, there was maybe the same, a, a same group when, which was separated into two, two kingdoms. Because I cannot understand how Rwanda and Burundi having the same population and almost the same language were two separate two separate kingdoms in centuries by fighting each other of course but they were two separate kingdoms but but here also we, we, we you, you you can you can have Botswana on in Botswana in South Africa or Swazi in Swaziland in South Africa yeah, so yeah. you see we, we, this border you know it, it is a reality that we, we can have Ethnic groups or groups of the same the same population overlapping on on on, on, on the same territory. Hmm. 
Okay. Yes. Well, we'll take a break and come back and come back once again, uh, Ambassador, and see if we can learn a few things since um, mm-hmm. you and many other countries like the Tanzanians and the Durandis, uh, you all drink from the very same Tanganyika. It would be very interesting to know exactly what exactly would be the difference if, the, if, if, if you're really coming from different kingdoms. What is the, 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 the actual difference because you drink the same water, speak the same language, have the same people? <laughs> it seems as though everything is the same. Stand by. Hashtag SAFM Headspace. Previously known or associated with being Rwanda, Urundi, we're talking about this country Burundi tonight that had the very same uh, colonizer which is Belgium like their neighbors in Rwanda they speak the same language as their people and the same have have the very same people as as their neighbors they have almost any and everything the same except for the history that has evolved as it is revolving right now. Uh, Rwanda had their own genocide, which had to do with the Hutus and Tutsis in Burundi, had the very same thing, problems of the very same ilk. Again, the question I'm asking is, we say and we hear the ambassador saying uh, that these were people of a separate and different kingdom. And yet, it's the same twa. It's the same uh, 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 Hutus. It's the same Tutsis. Same Tutsis drinking from the same water. Even the colonizer was the same. What is the actual different ambassador? What would you <laughs> identify to be the actual difference among these people? It seems like we're all the same. Really, there is not so much difference. When you when you see one 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 one, one person from Burundi, one person from Rwanda. You can. It is really hard to differentiate, differentiate them, and it is true that under under the colonial power, it was the, 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 almost the same territory written Burundi, Rwanda, because be, be, being two two small countries, uh, the 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 the, 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 the colonial power put them together. But before they were two separate two separate kingdoms, mm-hmm. because before. Before the, the, those those countries, Burundi and Rwanda were colonized by Germany, and after the first first world war, the first world war when Germany was, was let's say defeated, its colonies were, were were given to other 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 countries for for administration. You know, for example, Namibia was given it was given to South Africa. It was administered by South Africa after after the first the first world war. Because Namibia was also colonized by by by, by, by Germany at that time, it, just, it is the same the same situation in Burundi. When they were first of all colonized by Germany, then when Germany was defeated after the First World War, Burundi and Rwanda were given to uh, to, to to Belgium for administration. So it, it is at that, at, that, at that time that it was a same territory, Urundi, 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 Urundi Rwanda, but before. There were two separate kingdoms, Burundi and Rwanda. Yeah. But exactly the same people, the same language, but two separate, two separate kingdoms. That's a mystery. All right. Yes. All right. Let's take a voice note for you, sir, and perhaps read some texts as well. Let's go to mm-hmm. the voice note, Phineas. Yeah. The aim was to 
undermine any development there. As you remember, even in Germany, before the First World War, the Second World War, people from Schleswig and Western were forced out of Austria and others out of Denmark. So I think the two kingdoms of Rwanda and Burundi were a, a, a Western made event. So they can exploit any economic development in that region. So countries in that region, uh, like Rwanda, you find Tutsis and Hutus and other groups and boats across to Burundi, even in DRC, you find the Hutu and Tutsis there. So I think the Western world have been using ethnicity to divide people. So it can be easy for them to exploit Resources of those countries, I tell you, this is Tulan from Guatem. Oh, Tulan Kosiam, you're straining our ear and you hear and our hearing. Please, when you send your voice notes, make sure you come close to your phone so you can hear. I don't know if you heard that much, um, uh, Ambassador. No, not really. The communication with, with, was very bad. It was. Maybe if it you was. can summarize. What Let me try and summarize I, I what I, really, yeah. I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I do beg your pardon there, Ambassador. Okay, what he was suggesting, and this is the, the nub of what he was saying, that the two kingdoms, as you had identified, are actually one people. Uh, it's the difference is that um, after the Second World War, there was a deliberate intention to divide the people there. And as such, give that one kingdom, one people that we see there uh, to different two people so that they can divide and conquer. That's the basic theme of what he was suggesting. The idea was to divide it so that they can be able to come in and loot their resources, their natural resources. And that's what he's suggesting, basically. Not really, not, not really, because even in the 16th century, Burundi and Rwanda were two separate kingdoms. It is not the colonial power which separate them, or or in, or any uh, any let's say uh, external power. The reality is, even before colonization, the two kingdoms were separate, Burundi and Burundi. Even though we have the same population, but we, they were two separate kingdoms. All right. And how did that separation happen? I think what he's trying to bring to our attention is the question I've been asking. How did these people who so seem to be the same? We have Hutus on one side and we have Tutsis on one side. We have the Twa in, in Rwanda. We have the Twa in Burundi as well. And we seem to be having, by the way, the Twa all over Africa. Yes. But now yes. The, the curiosity is, why would we have... Hutus and Tutsis belonging to different kingdoms, and yet they are a an identical split of population. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, um, I, I see. I, I see the point because here, for here in South Africa, for example, you have, for example, the Zulu ethnic group, which are located in certain area, Natal, and the Kosa people who are located in in certain area, Venda people in certain area to people in, in, in certain area. In Burundi and Rwanda, Hutu and Tutsis live together on the whole territory. There is no separation, um, geo, there is no geographic separation between between there is no area for Hutu, no area for Tutsis. No, no, also, sir. No, sir. That, 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 that's not what he's referring to. For example, let me give you a South African example of this. We have uh, Ndebele people who are 
in South Africa. Ndebele mm-hmm. here in South Africa. And then and we are, have... Are, are in Zimbabwe. Exactly. We have Ndebele people who are in Zimbabwe. And the, the reason because of that is because of, 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 of the people who are running away from what was happening in South Africa at the time and went with Mzidigaz across the Limbopo. And then mm-hmm. we have Kosa people in South Africa and we have some Kosa people in Zimbabwe. We have, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we, we have uh, people who are speaking uh, Kiswahili who are spread all over. It seems as though, and, and his issue is uh, we, th- those divisions of same people, Zimbabweans who are now called Zimbabweans, and yet those are the very same yeah, 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 people who are here in South Africa. Those separations are deliberate divisions caused by human beings. We cannot say that those people are different people from different countries. Those are mm-hmm. one people. When you speak, yeah. when you hear Naya speaking Isikosa here in South Africa, he probably has a brother or a sister that lives in Zimbabwe who is yeah. a Zimbabwean, who is a Kosa speaking Zimbabwean. So mm-hmm. his question is, or his point rather, is that those divisions that you see of the Hutus that are in Rwanda and the Hutus in uh, Burundi, those divisions are the same as the divisions we have here. That those exactly. people were no, divided. You are, you, are, you are right. All right. Because uh, as, I, as I was saying before, before before colonization. Okay. Before before you answer before you answer, uh, must, let me take this break and then you can you can go ahead and, and make the, give your answer. Okay. No problem. Just hold the thought. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. All right, um, um, uh, you, you can respond, uh, uh, Ambassador. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, I, no, I agree with him. I agree with him. Okay. Because, you know, as I, as, as I, was, as I was saying before, uh, before, before colonization, Hutu and Tutsi were, were living harmoniously together. Yeah. No problem, and when 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 the when the, the colonizers came in in, in in 1895, Hutus and the Tutsis in Burundi, in Burundi and Rwanda, they were together to fight against those colonizers, the colonizers. And in Burundi, they have they they have the, the fighting last seven years. They resisted. They resisted. They, together, they resisted. So. As, we, as, as, as he was saying, he was correctly saying, the fact to divide them was a strategy for 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 for, for the colonizers to weaken the the, the, the strength of, of of the population yeah. because they, they had they had they had they saw that those people were united and they were very strong. They resisted for for almost seven years fighting with, with only spears and uh, arrows. When, when, when others had guns and so on, but there is, they, they have resisted for seven years. So, to divide them between Hutus and Tutsis, to, to, to make them, let's say, antagonists to one another, one another, another, was really a strategy for the, the colonial power to divide them and to find a way to rule them. It is, it is a reality. Okay, all right. Um, I want to read um, a text, um, Ben. I, I need the text now from Willie, from Christiana. Um, Willie mm-hmm. wrote something very interesting there uh, on on the world, the happiness or unhappiness index. But before, mm-hmm. while while Ben is still trying to open that, I want to read a few texts. One text reads: The Tutsi come from Somalia and Ethiopia. The ambassador forgot to. Uh, mentioned Swahili people of Burundi. The Hutu is the Bantu, and uh, Tutsi is 
Kushi from Ethiopian and Domali. Why didn't he mention Aswahili people from Burundi? Uh, would you like to respond to that text, Ambassador? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> hmm? Swahili people, because Swahili people, people who speak Swahili are mainly people who either came from Tanzania because Tan- 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 Swahili was in the beginning the language of Tanzania. As, as Tanzania is, a, is, a, is a, we share the same border, we have, let's say, this uh, commercial, commercial um, relationship. So we have many Tanzanians coming to Burundi, Burundians going to, to Tanzania for trade. And generally, Swahili was the language which, which was used for trade between Burundi and, 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 and Tanzania. Yeah. So, in fact, there, there was not really a, a Swahili group. Let's say before, before there was, there was not, before there was not, there were only this Hutu and Putti speaking, speaking a Kirundi, and Swahili came afterwards when we, with this commercial, let's say, relationship, the Burundians going to Tanzania, and Tanzania coming to Burundi, and Swahili was the language they used to communicate. So, oh. Now there is a Swahili, a people speaking Swahili. It is true, but they came from Tanzania in this process of exchange, exchanging goods and so on. Okay. That's why, that's why the originally we have only Hutu and Tutsis and Alatwa, of course. Of course, of course. All right, yes. let's, let's go to a text from Willie and Christiana. Really writes the World Happiness Report found that Burundi was the second unhappiest country in the world after Togo. Why? This one is from William Christiana. Who can who, who can rate how, how people are? are <laughs> when, I, when I go to Burundi, I see I see people the, the, the people are very happy. When when I when, when I go to Europe, I see people who are very much stressed. They, they, they don't they, they have to, to to rush here and get to leave. Yeah. When I go to when I go to Burundi, we see people laughing, talking to each other, even though they are poor, maybe. But there is this kind of relationship which which may which make life very easy. This kind of, of Ubuntu living together. This this make, this make people living happy. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 this kind of rating really. Uh, I am I, personally. I don't not give it too, too much uh, too much credit to <laughs> Okay, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, for a South African like myself who is madly in love with Africa, um, uh, what would it take for me to uh, visit Burundi? Um, do I need a visa, for example? Do I need to spend half the day at your embassy trying to get some paperwork so that I can be admitted or allowed to travel to Burundi. How uh, easy is it to travel to Burundi? It is very easy to travel to Burundi. Visa is processed very, very quickly. And, you know, uh, after the, 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 the peace agreement which was, signed, which, which, signed, which was signed in 2000, there were South African military troops which, who were sent to Burundi in, for the, the peace the, 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 the peacekeeping yes. mission, you can ask them. All of them really love Burundi. Every South African who goes to Burundi, when he comes back, he's, he's really amazed. So, really, if, if, you, if you get a little, a little time, 
mandate and and get and, and and get a possibility to go to Burundi. I am I am I am sure you will not regret it. You will be amazed. You will be well, very much welcome, and you will love it. Okay, all right. And I'm looking forward to your having drinking your coffee in Burundi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we have very very tasty, very tasty coffee. Indeed, a, a, a coffee which tastes very 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 well. One of the best and which is winning many prizes on the international market. I heard, I heard. All right, uh, except for the problem of speaking uh, uh, the language, perhaps we'll arrange a, a visit to Burundi. And, no, uh, the language, you know, Ubuntu, Abantu. Yes, you know, <laughs> yes. You, know, you, will speak, you will speak English, even though in Burundi we, we are mainly French speaking. French, French yes, people. yes, now, yes. Now we are, we are, we are embarked in, a, let's say, uh, a regional integration with the... Uh, Tanzania, Uganda, and Kenya, we who speak Swahili yeah. and, and English. So Burundi now is really, uh, let's say, strengthening the, the, the people. People are studying English. So you will not have any problem for communication. And the Burundi people are very welcoming people. So I think you will not regret, you, you will not regret it. You will right. love it. All right. All right. When we do travel, we'll let you know. I'll let you know that I'm coming to your country. Thank you very yeah, much, Ambassador. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Ambassador Isaiah uh, uh, Ndiri Zoshira talking to us, Ambassador from the Republic of Burundi, tortoise to South Africa. Give us some insights about Burundi. It's 11 o'clock. Just turned a minute after 11. It's time for the final bulletin for today with uh, Zikona Kodash. Zolega Kodash.